How much would you pay for a JPEG? Maybe $69 million? Because that's how much a digital image sold for last week at Christie's, the big auction house. It's the highest price ever paid for a digital work of art. In fact, it's one of the highest prices paid at an auction house for any work of art by a living artist. And it's all part of a broader craze for digital artwork you may have heard of recently called NFTs. Vox's Terry Nguyen has been writing about NFTs. Hey, Terry. Hey, Teddy. So what is an NFT and why is there so much buzz around them? Yeah, so an NFT stands for a non-fungible token. A non-fungible token, okay. Yeah, and pretty much it's a way for you to own something digital. And anything that is a digital asset, whether that be an MP3 file, a JPEG, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey is selling his first tweet as an NFT. It can be technically owned on the blockchain through this technology. Okay, so basically it's like, here's a a digital product, which is free and accessible to anybody, right? Like, I can pull up Jack's first tweet right now, but it's a way to assign, like, an ownership to basically make this public property kind of imbue it with the properties of private property, right? Yeah, so the person who owns the NFT will be able to pull up a digital record that shows that they are the sole owner. And so if Jack Dorsey wants to put a tweet up on an NFT marketplace, and there's a lot of these digital marketplaces that are you know, selling various types of NFTs, it ties a specific digital file to a unique code. And when you own that digital file, you're given that unique code or record. It's kind of the same technology that powers Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Theoretically, anyone can see who owns what, and it's decentralized so that so long as this technology persists, um, that the record can't be changed or hacked or it's extremely difficult to. But is there an exclusive right to the product or, or no? Why would anybody buy this? There is really no exclusive right besides the record that you own it. It's kind of like, think of it as like a physical trading card. Um, You can get the same picture online and print it out, but that is very much different than holding the true uh, valuable trading card. And, you know, if you apply that to a digital video or a digital image, that's kind of hard to understand truly, but the idea is still the same. The, you know, the record that you have makes it valuable. Interesting, interesting. So it's not as if other people can't see the art or, you know, a tweet, but it's like uh, a deed to a house, right? You 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 have the deed and it's like an asset you can buy or sell like any other asset, except here it's not related to anything physical. It's just a, a construct that, hey, I own this because I have the NFT. Yeah, it's a bit of an abstract concept, but people are really, really excited about it. And they, a lot of, you know, cryptocurrency advocates think that this can change kind of the future of ownership and how we assign value to things that exist on the internet. And how big a deal is it right now? I mean, you mentioned, uh, you know, the Jack tweet. Is this a weird thing that a few tech people are doing or is there a real uh, momentum and could there be a real industry behind this? There seems to be a lot of money going into this, and certainly the largest sales are being coordinated by people who, you know, have bought cryptocurrency before or, you know, Mm -hmm. really tech adjacent who have been up to speed with this technology. But theoretically speaking, um, regular people could buy an NFT. For my story, I talked to the CEO of Bitski, and he 
created a technology where you can buy NFTs with your credit card and kind of all the hard stuff happens on the back end. So we might see NFTs become really mainstream, um, but it really depends on how um, accessible that technology becomes. What's the downside to any of this? I mean, it seems innovative. It seems like a, you know, a real life application of blockchain technology. Is there any downside that you envision to to NFTs and uh, if these get more and more popular and more and more mainstream? You know, minting an NFT and purchasing it is actually quite environmentally damaging based on kind of the technology that runs that it runs on. There's um, a lot of power that's needed, just, you know, electricity power. Um, So that's one of the downsides that some people have been speaking out about. And also there's just a lot of money being poured into NFTs. And some people fear that this could lead to a bubble effect, which might eventually crash. So a lot of people in the art world are you know, observing the space, they want to get in on it, but they're not sure kind of when that bubble will burst since there's just so much money right now. Vox's Terry Nguyen, thanks so much for joining us. You can read more of her work at vox.com. Thanks. Thanks for having me. 